0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com hey it's Josh Klingler check out the nutmeg podcast as i sit down with various members of sporting kc to find out what makes that organization tick it's on the 435 podcast network download each episode now on the radio.com app
1: Welcome into the Force to Punt Podcast. I am your host, Steven Serda. As always, I'm joined by Dusty Likens. He's a champion. Uh, only one episode this week. Sorry about that. I know it's championship week for most people, but I got knocked out of all my fantasy leagues and I don't really give a damn about any of you. Well,
0: and there's not really any waiver options to pick up because there's technically like two people yeah, playing in your league. Yeah,
1: and it was a blizzard on Sunday and Monday and... Dusty lives far away. And so Why is this all my fault? (laughs) We 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 decided against it for the safety of the entire show. That's not true at all. We decided against because there's nothing to do to waiver wires. I mean there's a few waivers. There's five. There's a couple. There's Uh, five. If you're if you made it to your championship game and you have to pick up any of these people to win, you're Mm -hmm. probably in bad shape.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh but Mike Boone Mm -hmm. might be the guy. If I would have just gotten anything from Dalvin Cook, I'd be in my championship game right now. Sorry about that. Dalvin Cook only had three points. Mike Boone did have a goal line touchdown that 100% would have gone to Dalvin Cook, and I would have won by two points instead of losing by four if Dalvin Cook would have just gotten that goddamn touchdown.
0: you going to keep going?
1: I'm just angry. I had the best team in this league all season long. It's like a $1,300 pot. I should be in the championship this week. And I got knocked out because the other guy I'm playing, who doesn't even have that good of a team, he just has Lamar Jackson. He went nuts on you. His first two picks in the draft were Odell and Juju. Mm. And he beat me by four points in the semifinals because of Jimmy G. Should have started Carson Wentz. If I would have started Carson Wentz, I would have been a lock for the finals. Yeah, did you see that throw you made? Uh, yeah, it was incredible. That's the best Carson Wentz has looked all season. Should have played him. He going to Washington. With the guy, his number one wide receiver in that game, just got activated from the practice squad yeah, this best week. best friends with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe not best friends, but they're boys. It's Just ridiculous. I, I hate fantasy matchups, they football. They played Washington. Yeah, Washington's been a top ten pass defense over the last eight games of the season. Yep, yep. Sample size and they were going against third and fourth string wide receivers. Yep. Miles Jimmy G's been Jimmy G's been lighting it up and he had a favorable matchup against Atlanta. 2 weeks ago you said Atlanta's defense was back. I never said they were back. Huh. They had been playing really good since their bye week, yeah, but thing. they lost Desmond Trufant for the season.
0: Wow. Gary Atlanta's
1: cool. still a bad football team. And the Niners possibly just cost themselves home field advantage because they lost a game to a garbage football team, and Jimmy G didn't do a goddamn thing, and I lost because of him. I nailed every other pick in my lineup, Mm -hmm. and there's no way I could have known Dalvin Cook was going to get hurt. Man. A.J. (laughs) Brown was incredible. Yep. Darius Slayton got a touchdown. Barely. I benched Marlon Mack. He didn't do a goddamn thing on Monday night. Nope. Nailed everything. Yep. Everything. George Kittle was amazing. Ezekiel Elliott was amazing. Well, Kittle was amazing. Cortland Garoppolo- Su- Sutton was all right.
0: He wasn't all right. He had he like ma- 80 yards. He got manned by the Badger in the corner. He got like own.
1: 79 yards or something like that in a bad game where Drew Locke looked, ga- looked garbage. Yeah. It was snowing. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's a snow game guy, apparently.
0: So, uh, yeah. anyways, so I won, um, which make my two-year record 23-5. Uh,
1: and five. It's uh, his show, though. Sweet. Um, I only lost one game all last season. Uh, I won this would have been my ba- This would have been back to back championship games for me. Yeah, this league's been going on for mm-hmm. nine, ten years now. Yep. I've already won it three times. Yep, this could have been my potential fourth title, and it should have been. I had the best team in the league all goddamn season. Yeah, I went back to back and. Uh... I never realized how much Tony Reale looks
0: like the guy that beat you this week in fantasy, Joe Summers. Um, but the thing about this is that, uh, I mean, look at that from the side. They can't, uh, they
1: can't see him.
0: I know they can't, but if you look at Tony Reale when you listen to this and then go look at Joe Summers on Facebook, same person.
1: It's no one knows who Joe Summers is.
0: Stanford Joe. Um, but, uh, you know where I got clutched this week? Tyler Higbee. My God. I might draft him in the third round next year over all the other tight ends. You should not um, draft
1: him in the third yeah,
0: round. Who won a championship? Me or Serta? Uh, picked up Robbie Gold. Had a better game than Jimmy Garoppolo. Me or Serta? Picked up the Bills defense. I don't know who the hell you played, but the Bills
1: defense was legit. I played the Steelers defense, which has been the, sec- <laughs> the second scoring defense in fantasy football. Oh, man. Duck Hodges became reality. That's what happened. There. And, and also, Buffalo's <laughs> defense has Four not picks. while their defense is fantastic in real life they have mm. not been a good fantasy defense 19 they don't, points this they, don't they don't turn the ball over that much it's just that yeah they're playing against duck hodge's Ah, uh, he was everybody's fan favorite for the first 3 weeks and then that defense came out man had a pro bowl corner on that team so if you are a and there's odds are you might be a championship game owner with dalvin cook yeah uh you know, you probably added, hopefully, if you were smart, you added Alexander Madison several weeks ago. Yeah. But now you don't know if that's going to pay off because he's a very talented rookie running back who was behind Dalvin Cook, who's been, you know, a key cog in your team all season long. But he didn't play last week because he was injured. We have no idea if Dalvin Cook's going to play this week. And, you know, there, there's, no, there's no benefit really to Minnesota because to just bench Dalvin Cook and say we just need to make it to the playoffs because they're still kind of. A fringe team, correct? Mm-hmm. Because the Packers are leading the division. Like, they're still a wild-card team right now, I believe. But they still got to make sure they get they get into the playoffs. So there's no benefit to them to sit Dalvin Cook. But it's the same injury that he had a couple of weeks ago. And so he's obviously fighting through something now. And so it sounds like he really needs time to try to get healthy. Because if they don't get him healthy, they're not going to do anything in the postseason anyways. And I, I don't think Miss Minnesota is... An incredible team or anything like that, but they're they're good enough to win a playoff game. And yeah, right now they are the the last wild card team. Mm-hmm. And they've got the Rams who are kind of coming on lately, kind of breathing down their necks. And that, that first wild card is gonna go to San Francisco or Seattle. That could come down to a week seventeen matchup between the Seahawks and the Niners. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that sixth spot. So Minnesota has To get Dalvin Cook healthy, because they're still trying to fight to get into the postseason. And they
0: play the Packers
1: Monday night. Yeah, and Mike Boone Mm. was the guy. Uh, I mean, I think they have Amir Abdullah, but I I mean, Mike Boone is the guy who's going to get the red zone carry, so he's the guy that you want. And it's a good matchup against the Green Bay Packers, who have been a bad run defense all season long.
0: I just see that they're going to throw the ball more than they're going to run the ball now.
1: They don't have their stud back there. We don't know how healthy he is. Baby,
0: Thielen's back. and he had a he had a slow game back. I'm sorry for people that played him. I sat him. Still won the championship because I played uh, Darius Slayton. You're welcome, sir. Um, I played him too. Yeah, because you, you got on the bandwagon. Um, I mean, he was playing the Dolphins. Okay. Um, but he was shut out in the first half, which was making me really nervous. And then he got the second half touchdown because Eli wanted to be back at 117 and 117. Um. But I think the Minnesota Vikings will throw the ball more this week. I think they'll, they'll really stretch it out and try to get into a barn burner game because even though Aaron Rodgers is a pro bowler, I think Kirk Cousins is oh. probably more deserving, and you're going to see that because without their running game, they think they could probably move the ball more if they throw the ball. So I think it'll be more of a, of a passing option, but I think that Boone would probably be your option to play uh, over Matson for sure when it comes to running the ball for the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Yeah, and that game's actually, I think, going to be a lot of fun, and it has potential yeah. to be a shootout. It's because, in Minnesota, right? Uh, yeah, it's in so Minnesota. It's go. The Vikings' run defense is the better part of their defense, yeah. so uh, I imagine it's going to be a little hard for Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams to get anything going unless it's in the passing game. Uh, the Vikings' pass defense has been exploitable all season long, uh-huh. and the Packers, the stronger part... Of their defense is their pass defense, and their pass defense is not elite or anything like that, but it's not bad. It, it's still strong, but obviously Thielen and Diggs are a uh, a very tough matchup for any secondary to handle. So, it's in their best interest to try to run, so I, I still think if Mike Boone winds up being the starter in this game, mm-hmm. I still think he's going to get 15 carries, and Amir Abdullah might be mixed in. I, I don't know if, who any other running backs that they have on their roster, yeah,
0: last time they played the Vi- or the Green Bay Packers, they had Cook ran 20 times for 154 yards.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I, Cook broke off like a 75-yard touchdown in that game. Uh, he had a 75-yarder
0: for sure. Uh, Matson had four for 25, and then Abdullah actually got in a little bit. But Thielen had five for 75. Diggs had one for 49. I think that was like the game that got the receivers to be like, we need to throw the ball more. And then Cousins like came out and he's like, yeah, I should. I'm sorry that I'm letting my teammates down. Yeah. Um, uh, so just to give you an idea of what the Green Bay Packers did the last time they played, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Aaron Jones actually had 23 for 116. Um, and Devontae Adams had seven for 106 and Aaron Jones had four for 34 in receiving. So he did have a touchdown and he had 116 yards rushing. Um, and Aaron Rodgers just did what Aaron Rodgers did this year, which is basically play Pro Bowl style quarterback.
1: And that's and that's a huge game for the playoff picture too, because the Vikings are ten and four, and the Packers are eleven and three. So if they beat the Packers, they could they could possibly jump the Packers and get that home game and potentially win the division. Because what right now they're playing the
0: Saints in the wildcard weekend, right? I believe that's where they'd be, which would be the rematch of what happened when they uh, beat them the last time with the Minnesota Miracle. They
1: would play. If if the season ended today, they would play they'd play the Saints yeah, and the Cowboys would play, 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 play the Saints. yes. Yeah. And the Cowboys would just get smoked by the Niners. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Or they get to be the 9 and 7 team that beats the like 13 and 3 team in the playoffs.
1: So, I think you have to pick up Mike Boone if he's still floating around out there and there might not be people who are making you know, uh, hopefully you're playing in a league where people just are set with their teams and they're not really making moves right now. Right, uh, Brashad Perryman is another guy that could be a, a significant add. Obviously, he was fantastic last week. He needs to be an add. He needs to play
0: because there's literally – he's like the – he's basically in the same situation as like Slayton was, Pascal was until well, T.Y. Hilton came back. There's no other
1: option So. Chris Godwin sounds like he's sitting down for the rest of the season. And they put
0: Evans on IR.
1: Mike Evans done for the rest of the season. Brashad Perriman was uh, James Winston's number one target last week, and, and everybody was having a good game. James went absolutely off. Yeah, and and Chris Godwin was having a monster game before he got hurt. What do you have like five for one twenty or something? Yeah, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, and so but everybody in that passing game went off, and you know that that's just what they're gonna do. Like yeah, James. Is just the biggest roller coaster player that I have ever seen in my life. It's thrilling to watch. He had 458 yards and four touchdowns. After throwing a pick on their opening drive. Yeah, which is what he does every game. Mm-hmm. That's just his thing. That's yeah. what he likes to do. But Chris Godwin had 121 yards. Brashad Perryman had 113 yards and three touchdowns. And he now is all of a sudden vaulted into the number one wide receiver. And. They get a good matchup against the Houston Texans who have a pretty bad secondary. And you know that
0: game can get to a shootout type of game. Like, you yeah, know that, that Deshaun can let it go and then Jameis can let it go and then it can be... I mean, the final score of that game honestly could be like 42-35. to 35.
1: Yeah, that game I would be interested in. So... It's always the Bucks. man. Evan Ingram, done for the season. Correct. So, O.J. Howard, if he's still floating around out there, Texans have been pretty good against opposing tight ends this season. Yeah. But...
0: Go back to the injuries.
1: Them not having anybody to throw to, I would go pick up O.J. Howard and I would play him against the Texans because they're going to try to have to stretch the field vertically with him, I, w- I would imagine. like I-, I would imagine he's going to have a much bigger role in the passing game than he has had all season long in Bruce Arian's offense.
0: And whether he likes it or not, he has to because if Jameis is going to throw the ball 40 times a game, he's not throwing the ball 40 times to pair him and he's going to throw the ball twenty probably 15 times, which leaves – 25 targets open to somebody, and it's got to go to a guy that catches the ball, and he's clearly okay with O.J. Howard or Cameron Brate, which is kind of weird. So I don't know if they're like handcuffable, but I just know that he throws to Cameron Brate as well. So
1: Yeah, and but Cameron Brate's burned you several times this season if you hasn't. picked him up. O.J. Howard has, too. They both have. But it's just they just don't have anybody else now. No. And, and so I would rather take a chance on those guys. Um, you know, if you made it to your championship game, you weren't relying on Evan Ingram anyway, so you sure. probably already got something in place. Hopefully you got Tyler Higby or something like God, that. He's a stud. And, and you'll be and you'll be perfectly fine. Like there's championship week, you really don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're highly dependent on waivers, anyways. You know, there's a couple injuries that might like Chris Godwin, if you're a Chris Godwin owner yeah. and you're playing this week, obviously you have to add Brashad Perryman. Yeah. If, if you're a Dalvin Cook owner and an Alexander Madison owner, you have no idea if either one of those guys is going to play. You got to add Mike Boone. And also, this sounds like a total Richard
0: move, but you got to do this too. If the guy you're playing against has those guys on their team, go swoop him so that he can't get him Like, or she can't get him. Like, go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do that too. No, like, look, that's a I, I, w- I was
1: well. thinking about just making a waiver move this week to be a dick.
0: You should.
1: Um, <laughs> you totally should. Because. I know just- a lot of people have problems with that. Once you're eliminated, but I don't. My league, we pay for waiver moves. Yeah. So if I and we pay real money for it, it's not it's not fab. Straight cash. Like only- we pay five dollars per waiver move in this league. Mm-hmm. And you know, people might get mad. They might call the integrity out of the league. That's fantasy football. Yeah. It's about screwing your friends over sometimes. Talking shit, man. Yeah. So I don't have an issue. With anyone making way for moves once they are eliminated from, from the postseason. Nah, somebody's got to be the heel.
0: Somebody's got to be the bad guy. Somebody beat you by four points. Guess what? You don't get your guy because he's hurt. Pissed off.
1: Anthony Miller is another guy that I'd be highly interested in adding. Because uh, yeah. even, even in... At this point in the Chiefs season, though. it's a genuinely tough matchup against the Chiefs. Their secondary's been fantastic recently.
0: Yeah, and their rushes, they're just getting to quarterbacks consistently now.
1: Yeah, and their their defense is just all of a sudden like a like 11th in DVOA overall. Like yeah. they have just been And their pass defense is like fourth. They have third. far exceeded expectations for them. So, I expect this game, I expect the Chiefs to absolutely destroy the Chicago Bears. Like I, I yeah. don't think the Chicago Bears are anywhere close to the same wavelength that the Chiefs are on right yeah. now. Like they they're just different teams. Chicago is not a very good football team this year even though Mitch has been playing better lately. The Chiefs are ter- are really turning it on right now and look like they are they are starting to finally flip the switch to be that Super Bowl caliber team that we've kind of been looking for all season long as they've sure. been and they've had a ton of injuries. And everybody's kind of starting to get healthy now. Like yeah. like Andrew Wilde, Wy- they lost Alex Okafor, add Terrell Suggs. I, I think that's kind of uh, an even trade-off. Like, I know Suggs is a really old player, but he's still productive. And Alex Okafor is not a elite pass rusher or anything like that. No. I think Terrell Suggs is still very serviceable. Pass and Yo's still been really good this season. So they're going to be able to rotate those guys. And I think they'll be fine there.
0: And it would appear that, like, Frank Clark's healthy. And plus you have Chris Jones.
1: Yeah, but... There is something to consider with Anthony Miller, who, as Chicago's offense has gotten better in the second half of the season, it's because Anthony Miller has been highly involved and they finally got somebody else who can make plays besides Allen Robinson, because that's been a huge issue for them all season long, is Mm -hmm. that it was Allen Robinson and nobody else on the offense was doing a damn thing. No. They don't have a tight end. They, the David Montgomery's been awful. Yeah, he was a miss. But and and that's I, I still think David Montgomery is a guy is a talented player who still has potential. Chicago's offensive line's been awful all yeah. season long. Mitch has been awful all season long. I don't long. think he's been healthy Tar- all season either. Tariq Tar- Tar- Cohen has Terrible. not done anything when, you know, his first two years in the league, he was a pretty productive fantasy player for you. He's done absolutely nothing. Anthony Miller has been fantastic over the last month or so. And really, he's been getting involved in the offense over the last sec, eight games, second yeah. half of the season. Right. And he's been absolutely fantastic. The Chiefs have struggled to cover slot wide receivers and he runs a majority of his routes out of the slot. You know, he's got Kendall Fuller, who I don't know if we're still trying to make the argument that Kendall Fuller's a really good corner, but he, he's just not. No. And he hasn't been his entire time here in Kansas City. No. Kendall Fuller, like that that's a favorable matchup, although Rashad Fenton and Mo Claiborne did return to practice today, so the Chiefs might be adding some depth back in the secondary.
0: Yeah. And plus Trevarius Ward's
1: been. And here. and we saw Tyron Matthew, they're moving him all over the field. They're they're utilizing him as a as a straight up cover guy sometimes. So we could see him do some of that on Allen Robinson or Anthony Miller. Right. But if you're gonna add if you don't get Rashad Perryman and you're desperate because you're a Chris Godwin owner, and maybe you don't have a you don't have depth on your bench. Like you didn't get a, a Darius Slayton or an AJ Brown a while back when everybody was picking them up. I think Anthony Miller is really the only guy out there that I would that I would pick up and just put in my lineup as a desperation play. Is Chris Conley like? Is he worth it? No. With
0: with Chark being out and Minshew throwing the ball to him.
1: No. No. I I just don't see. I don't believe that Chris Conley is going to consistently be that guy. Like, everybody last week was on D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. I would have rather played Chris Conley because I don't believe in D.D. Westbrook. He's right. just never been consistent in any way. I think it's over for D.D. And D.D. I, I listened to something that was making the case for Keelan Cole, and Keelan Cole was better than D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. They're also playing Atlanta, which we just saw one of the best offenses in the NFL. The 49ers really struggle against Atlanta. Their defense has just been really good since their bye week. So I don't trust anyone in that passing game that I'm willing to just go pick up and play in my championship.
0: Atlanta's just playing spoiler at the best rate we've ever seen somebody play spoiler. I mean, like, I don't know about that. I mean, they whipped the shit out of the, out of the Saints in New Orleans, and then they just beat the Niners in yeah. the Niners and took uh, them from the one seed to the five seed. Dan Quinn's trying to save his job. It's not happening. Arthur
1: Blank at the end of the season big. be like, come here, man, you're done. So I am kind of curious in the Saints Titans game. Of course. Uh, I mean, so the Saints just look dominant against the Colts on Monday Night Football. Um, I-, I tweeted this out, though. Drew Brees just has one of these games every year. It always seems like it's those milestone games. Yeah, every time. Where he knows he can set a record. And so it's cool. just 29 of 30, 307 yeah. yards, four touchdowns every time. It's like he has one of these games a season. And it's not to say that he doesn't have multiple incredible games throughout the season. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. But he has one of these games every year where you're just like, what the hell was that? Like where the hell did that come from? where he's just incredible, completely unstoppable. It's always at home. It's always Sunday night or Monday night. and that's just what that was. I I, I don't think that this is a indication that Drew Brees is all of a sudden just gonna kick this thing on at the end of the season. Like he's been a serviceable fantasy quarterback this season. Not a great fantasy quarterback, but at his age, that's kind of what you expect from him. Yeah. So, but this Titans game, the Titans need it. Titans need it bad because they lost to the Texans last week. They're still trying to fight for that playoff spot right now. So the Titans really need this game. They can't afford to just drop another game when they're still fighting for this wild card spot because it's between them and the Steelers right now. Mm -hmm. And personally, I would rather see the Titans get into the postseason than Devlin Hodges because I think the Titans are a more interesting team. They're a more exciting team, for sure. Uh, if you're a Chiefs fan, you don't want them to play the Chiefs because history. we know we know all about that history and they, the way they beat them earlier this season. You don't really want to see yeah. Ryan Tannehill right now. I we didn't know he was going to
0: run so physical, Yeah, was the quote after
1: the but game. But the Titans really need this game, and t- Ryan Tannehill... Even in a, a losing effort, was still pretty solid last week. Like he, he was still good. You were still happy with the start that you got from him. Yeah, He I, got in desperation mode. I think he got a rushing yeah. touchdown too. I mean, they Houston played really well. Houston got Will Fuller back last week, and Will Fuller just changes their offense. Going to take the top off because man. yeah, with, with with Will Fuller, it just changes Houston's offense. They absolutely have to keep Will Fuller healthy for the postseason if they want if they want to try to upset anybody. I'm still not convinced that Houston is a Super Bowl contender or anything like yeah. that. Deshaun Watson is a very special player. They're a good football team, but I don't see them just coming out of nowhere and making a run to a Super Bowl or something. You got to like get that. rid of Billy O for that to happen. But the Titans really needed this one. Tannehill still had 279 yards and two touchdowns in a uh, in a game that was kind of down for him, but still a highly productive fantasy game. He still got multiple touchdowns in every game except for one since he took over as the starter. Like he has been absolutely incredible. AJ Brown. Now finally back to back games where he was incredible. He is the clear cut number one wide receiver for that offense. And the saints, you know, they just added Norris Jenkins, which makes all the sense for them in the world mm-hmm. to put on the other side of Marshawn Lattimore, because their secondary has been suspect this season. Marshawn Lattimore is a shutdown corner, but they don't have anybody else really who has been that good in their secondary. And Janoris Jenkins adding him, while he has been down a little bit this year, I think he's going to fit right into that secondary because he doesn't have to be the best player in that secondary. And he's more talented than anybody else that they have playing on the opposite side of Marshawn Lattimore. So that's big, but I still think that we're going to see, You know, we see this New Orleans defense regularly, just have these games where it doesn't look like they can stop anybody, and, and I think have... this could be one of those games, especially because of Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry is so good. How did Marlon Mack do against that defense? He did nothing, but their <laughs> run their run defense is really good. Did they give up like a garbage time touchdown to
0: Wilkins or something like that too? Yeah,
1: yeah, and their their run defense, the Saints' run defense, has been top five all season. It's been it's been really good, and they they were down big early, so they just kind of abandoned the run. It, it was just an awful game from the Colts and a dominant game from the Saints. But, again, it was one of those games where Indianapolis never had a chance. No, it was over before at, it started. At New Orleans, Drew Brees, opportunity to set a record. Closed like, they, they just the never, never stood a chance. Now nah, that game was over for uh, Drew Brees even had his daughter there, and he doesn't even love his daughter.
0: What my God.
1: Because he doesn't throw her touchdowns in the living room? Oh, yeah. That's fucking strong. <laughs> Good God. Hey, man. There's been multiple public situations where it does not appear that they love that little girl. Are you making? Are you, is this something that you're just he blew her a
0: kiss <laughs> on the middle of the field in the most masculine way? He blew his dog.
1: Damn you for that. Oh, my
0: God. Just said he
1: doesn't love his daughter. Have you thought about next season as you try to go for the oh, three yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know who your top five picks in next year's fantasy draft would be? Who they would be? I can do three.
0: Um, because when you win our league, at least this is – we're changing – actually, this is weird. We're changing commissioners next year. And so the new commissioner – the commissioner who is currently there um, is who I've beaten in back-to-back years in the championship. He and I are the only two that have won back-to-back in the league that's been going on for six years. And uh, he said, yes, yeah, since you beat me, you have to become the new commissioner. I'm not doing that. Um but, uh, if you win the league, you get to pick first and then you get to pick, you get to randomly draw how the rest of the draft goes. So I get the number one overall pick again. So I'm going to take McCaffrey, number one overall again. Glad I just skipped out on the Saquon Barkley thing. Um, I think next year, like this would be what? Pick one and then pick 24. I guess is how that would go. I would probably try to go after somebody like, Singletary in the second round with that pick because I think he's good. I think he has some upside from the Buffalo Bills.
1: I see about your top five, though, not what your second round pick is.
0: Oh, you're actually – oh, actual number one overall top. Okay, I thought you meant like Like, my actual top five.
1: picks one through five. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Top five overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go McCaffrey number one (laughs) overall. Okay. I think that's obvious. Um, I think you have to look at Dalvin Cook again because of the numbers he put up. I think Chubb's in your top five because I think they're going to get rid of Kareem Hunt, so none of that's going to be there either. Um, Receiver-wise, God, um, I might go Chris Godwin in my top five just because of the target share.
1: In your top five? I
0: think so. He's the number two receiver overall. I I don't, I don't, I
1: don't. Um, No, he's great, but, and he... You could make the case for him to be a first round pick, but yeah. top five. I'll, so I'll go, I'll go Christian. Chris, I won the league. You didn't.
0: Uh, I'll go, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Does not matter. It kind of does. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Um, all right. Good God. Mm-hmm. I don't love your voice. Um, okay, CMC DC uh, three. Who'd be a good three? Oh, good lord, this is. I don't know why I am struggling here.
1: Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah, I just don't know because it's a contract year. Like, he's going to get signed by either the Titans or he's going to go somewhere else, and that kind of sketches me out.
1: Yeah, you want to see where he lands. I think he's going to stay with Tennessee.
0: Um, yeah, I, And they're going to
1: have to pay Ryan Tannehill a lot of money, but they don't have a ton of money on their salary cap, I don't believe.
0: Yeah. Um. Man, I don't know. Uh, Zeke?
1: Yeah, Zeke's got to get a lot of volume still, so he's up there. Because it's not going to be Alvin Kamara. Alvin no. Kamara, I don't think, is a first-round pick. And he's also... Somebody I, I still think in the first round. He's still got all the talent in the world, but after this season, I think he's got two touchdowns on the season. Right, he's a guy on eighteen last year. He was drafted as a consensus top three pick. Oh yeah, who was supposed to be a cornerstone of your team, and he has been awful this season. I understand that he's been injured he's been banged up but even when he was healthy it just wasn't as explosive and efficient as it had been his first 2 years in the NFL yeah it's just hard for me to take a receiver in the top 5 i guess i mean god when i just said but like yeah i mean i wouldn't cuz because i found value in yeah. courtland sutton and dj chark right. in drafts
0: this Which season there'll be different guys like that next year like slayton will be one of those yeah. guys that everybody forgets about like, like
1: michael thomas is the clear-cut number one wide receiver in yeah. fantasy next it, what depend on what drew Brees does right i i think that does Taysom hill get drafted next year no no like tyreek hill yeah would, he's up would there. be a first round pick for me yep assuming he's healthy i still think he's I my my three top three wide receivers in the NFL right now are Thomas. Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think they're the three best wide receivers in football.
0: Yeah, that's I mean that's fair. Then you you got to get Mike
1: Evans and Chris Godwin there just because you saw what James did. But then again, yeah. like James, they're, Jameis and they're, is and they're in great a players. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I mean, they they're not going to be your top five picks. Like I I would go number one, obviously Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Number two, I would go how far Dalvin Cook fall? Number three. I would go Saquon. Yeah. I think he's still a locked top five pick. He's still incredibly talented.
0: Yeah.
1: Number four, I think I would go Derrick Henry, depending on what happens there in the situation, because his his usage this season has just been insane. Yeah. It's he is heavy. Uh, I, I think the Titans re signed him. I think he is a cornerstone of that offense moving forward. Number five, I think I would take Lamar Jackson. But you just trashed everyone to take
0: Jones.
1: Yeah. But that's different. Because he doesn't rush for as many touchdowns and yards. Yes. Yeah. Because Lamar, I I'm I am 10. always a guy who does not take a quarterback early. Like, I, I got Patrick Mahomes his first year as a starter, I got him in like the ninth round of a draft. And yeah. I have just completely accepted that I will never, ever have Patrick Mahomes again. In a fantasy football league, as long as my fantasy football leagues are with predominantly Kansas City Chiefs fans, Mm -hmm. because he will always get drafted way, way too high. Right. Lamar Jackson, the what he adds with the rushing ability is unlike anything we have ever seen at the quarterback position in fantasy football. Yeah. That is why you know his numbers are incredible this season. But like what took Patrick Mahomes five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. Lamar is doing all of that as well without nearly the gaudy passing numbers because the rushing ability and the rushing bonuses that you just get in most fantasy leagues and most fantasy leagues you're you're passing yardage you know you're getting like 1 point or half a point or whatever for every 25 yards mm-hmm. the rushing floor is you know a point for every 10 yeah and so and some leagues give you you know po- decimal points for carries and touches and stuff like that like just his cap is just so much higher than any quarterback ever. Yeah, and he beat you in the playoffs, so you really want to well, know. No, but that—that's not it. He's just an incredible player. No, I understand. But it. his ceiling is higher than any other quarterback because, like, he's going to throw for three thousand yards this season. Like, he already has a hundred points to his like, name because like of rushing. Pat, yards. For what he's doing fantasy wise with his legs, you know, over a thousand yards on the ground, he's going to pass for three thousand yards on the season if he hasn't yeah. already done it. And He's going to have. Forty total touchdowns yeah like it took Patrick Mahomes throwing 2,000 more yards than he did
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and 10 more touchdowns and they're both like on the same fan fantasy point total yeah like no. timeline yeah. so that's just that and if he and he is only getting better at passing does that make Mark Ingram a first round pick I or? don't eh no second round video. pick yeah no he's been fantastic Uh, But, like, I expect that he's going to continue to get better as a passer. I don't think he's going to rush for, you know, 11, 12, 1,300 yards every single season. No, but he's going to have 9 to 1,000. Yeah, but if he has 800 yards and throws for 42 or something like that, like, you will take that and that he will be the number 1 quarterback in fantasy every year. Unless Patrick Mahomes does that again, where he has 5,050. Like, Lamar's still going to get you... What is that, 100
0: points a year by rushing the ball? Like, just 100 points yeah. and just rushing the ball. And if he gets 20 touchdowns, that's 120 points. So, yeah, Lamar
1: Jackson is definitely in the top. I haven't been in top 10. I don't know if I haven't been in the top 5 just because yeah. of just, like... I think if I had the fifth pick in my fantasy draft next year, I think I would take Lamar Jackson. And I, and I don't think I would be that worried about it. I think you'd be okay with that, depending on who's still available. Like, if somebody takes, like,
0: Mahomes third overall... And that lets somebody else drop below that, then yeah, you gotta look at that. But um Yeah, he's the number I think I think he's number one quarterback taken next year.
1: Another potential championship cornerstone matchup that we have this week. And really a Dolphins Cincinnati a a, a hell of a game for just real life football is the uh, NFC East is on the line between the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um you really think that game's gonna be worth it? For the Cowboys. I just think like it's gonna fall flat. Well, I don't think you can start anybody for the Eagles besides Carson Wentz or Miles Sanders.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I guess Zach. Ertz,
0: and maybe Goddard if you're really stretching thin at tight ends. Uh
1: and the and the Cowboys aren't great at covering tight ends.
0: Yeah. I mean, they just gave Higby a hell of a game. And
1: I don't even know that I'm confident in starting Wentz. I know he outscored Jimmy G, and it uh, lost me a fantasy matchup last week, but I I still don't see how you can be confident in starting Carson Wentz. And really, the NFL is rooting for the Cowboys to win this game because it is much better for the NFL if the Cowboys make the playoffs than the Eagles. And the Eagles, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Like At least the Cowboys still have star potential. They still have star players who are really, really good. Yeah. And Amari Cooper, who's been awful lately, gets a matchup with one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. I think Amari Cooper, I think Michael Gallup, Random all plot. in play. Like, I, I think all of those guys are in play. Ezekiel Elliott. Eagles' run defense is still pretty good, but you're not benching Zeke. No. Especially not after Zeke was incredible last week. That was his best game of the season. And that
0: was a good run defense as well.
1: Yeah. So and I, I mean, you have to start Dak Prescott in this game. Like I, I think that's a game where you could start – Dak, Zeke and Amari Cooper in your championship lineup and I'd be perfectly fine with
0: sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I think that's okay. Witten? God, that guy just keeps like getting touchdowns. I mean, get away from Jason Witten. He, he just randomly gets like touchdowns and it pisses me off.
1: There's really for the most part, there's a lot of garbage games this week. Uh yeah. <laughs> it's
0: a week 16 NFL action. And there's a bunch of guys just going on IR, just
1: saying the hell I, with the
0: rest of the season.
1: We do have three Saturday games, uh, and this can be our last matchup because I don't really have anything else for the Buffalo rest of these New England. matchups. Play Josh uh, Allen. Don't play Josh Allen. Play That's Josh Allen. terrible advice. Play Josh Allen over Tom Brady. Um, Don't play Tom Brady either. Don't play either one of them. Also, there's a little interesting note.
0: Wes Welker, not Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. Has, like, something going on with his left knee, by the way. Just an FYI. So if you have Nikhil Harry or somehow.
1: I, I wouldn't play any Patriots wide receiver in this game. No. I'm just,
0: uh eh, I might play Nikhil Harry.
1: I wouldn't play anyone. I, Tom, Tom Brady couldn't do anything against the Bills last time they played, and I don't think that the Bills are going to beat the Patriots. Right. It would be sweet if they did, because then the Chiefs could vault into the number two spot potentially, and I, I, I would rather see that happen just because it's New England. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can play any Patriots player, and I don't, I don't think you can play any Bill in this game. Really, I mean, Devin Singletary's been fine, and he's still getting a lot of work. But you can't start Josh Allen against this against this defense. Their defense is still really good against the run. So I don't think I don't see how you can start Devin Singletary with any. I think type the last time these two
0: teams played, it was like sixteen to nineteen was the score too. So it
1: was it was pretty bad. I I just remember it being a low scoring game where there was like. There where there was like one touchdown. Yeah. It was sixteen to ten.
0: Ten, that's it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it was a brutal game. And that that's what it's gonna be again. But if you're a Chiefs fan, go Bills. The Rams and the Niners, I am interested in. That'll uh, be a fun game. That's Niners. a Saturday nightcap. Uh yes. Yeah, yeah. And and the Niners still dealing with a bunch of injuries. Probably not gonna have Richard Sherman. Okay. Obviously that struggle that they their pass defense which has been one of the best pass defenses in the NFL all season long. Richard Sherman's been incredible this season, mm-hmm. so not having him, yeah. a huge blow to them. And Julio Jones had an incredible game, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was because Richard Sherman was not active. Yeah, and he got that that game deciding touchdown. Um, so, like, I I think I, I I'm still fine starting Cooper Cup in this game. I'm yeah. fine starting Robert Woods in this game and Tyler Higby. I don't want to start Brandon Cooks because he's just been absent all season no, long. Have
0: Brandon Cooks in your roster?
1: Yeah, he you can cut him. Yeah. Unless Probably. you're in a dynasty league, cut him.
0: Even if you are, I don't know where that uh, fits in anyway. Tyler
1: Higby, yeah. I mean, the, the Niners have been really good against opposing tight ends all season long. But Tyler Higby's been so good the last yeah. three games that you can't bench him. Like, Gerald Everett has one more year on his contract that I could
0: see the Rams buying yeah. out and letting Higby be the tight of the future uh, because him and Goff, yeah.
1: And Todd Gurley's a workhorse again. Yep. I, um, The Niners' defense is struggling right now because they're dealing with a lot of injuries. D Ford is still banged up. Yep. Like they're, they, they tried to pick up... Terrell Suggs because they've got so many injuries on that defense. Wave order, gotcha. So um, uh so they're they're hurting right now and they know that they, they know that they're struggling. And they need to win this game because if they win this game and Seattle wins this week, then that week seventeen matchup is going to decide who gets home field advantage in the NFC playoffs. Correct. If they lose this game, they're pretty much eliminated from home field advantage.
0: And you can still play Mozart, even though he, he got a touchdown last week in a fumble, he's still their lead back. Uh, uh, Debo Samuel. I know he had a rough game last week. Still, you can start him. Kittle, obviously, and then I'll let Sir let you know what you need to do. with Jimmy G,
1: yeah, I mean, I wouldn't play him. <laughs> I, well, so the yeah. Ram the Rams' pass defense has been really, really good since yeah. since Jaylen. adding Jalen Ramsey. Um, so I don't think you can play Jimmy G in this game. I I would have to really look at the numbers, and I, I don't feel comfortable making a, a call on it without looking at. It. That's something I could tweet out, I guess. But I would have to look at. Kind of some of the coverages between Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, and the way they've utilized Jalen Ramsey a little bit because Jalen Ramsey, if he's whichever one he's going to see more of, that's the guy I don't really want to play. Sure,
0: yeah, and, uh, I think it's going to be Emmanuel Sanders. I just feel like that's the matchup well, that Jalen Ramsey wants. I,
1: I think he'll see Debo Samuel more, but again, I'd ha- I'd have to look it up and, re- and really. Well, I look, look forward to look, you tweeting it out. Look into the matchup, um, but yeah, me, I mean, I you have to start. Kittle, who's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, you have to start Mostert, mm-hmm. even though Mostert wasn't uh wasn't quite as incredible last week. He got a
0: touchdown though, but
1: he did get a touchdown. He bailed you out there.
0: Yeah, he also fumbled those. So that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, but he'll still be all right. Yeah,
0: he's their lead back. He's not going
1: anywhere. He's still been great. All right, go out and do what I couldn't. Get uh, you a shit. Baby. Go go win some money. Get that ring. Crush some dreams. Do people really have rings in fantasy football? Oh, some of them do. I don't. Would you have a ring? I just ring? got a big stupid trophy. I'd rather have a ring.
0: But you gotta give that trophy up though. Yeah. Do you have to go get it like sketched and everything yeah, and then you I, give it to him? Yeah, I
1: haven't done it yet, I guess. Yeah. I'll just do it at the draft, is usually when we hand it off. Please download the Radio.com app. Also, uh, make one, sure you tune in Sunday morning on 610 Sports Radio at 9. I will uh, give you your last-minute advice to help you get your lineup set and put you in a position to go win your championship. We've only got, like, one more of these, right? Remember yeah. One? yeah.
0: Thanks for joining.
1: Yeah, we'll send you off next week. Maybe we'll do some uh, off-season stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe. Bye. <laughs>